It turns out that neither Jack or Josh are going to be father of the year, but they can take pride in the fact that they are 100% fresh. This is Truly Happily Madison. Hit that theme. Oh, hi. Oh, hello. Hey, pal. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you getting on? I'm good, Josh Pappenheim. Oh, yes, I'm Jack just... Gregson. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I called you pal, so it was... It's, no, uh, it's your you know, fault, really. It's our way of introducing each other on the show is absolutely awful. But that's okay. <laughs> We're used to it by now. Yeah, um because each week your hosts Jack Gregson and Josh Pappenheim discuss the entire filmography of Happy Madison Productions from 1999 to current day. See how used to it we are. Because this <laughs> is episode flawless. this is episode 45, Josh. 45. We've been doing this for 45 weeks. Jesus Christ. How many presidents are there? <laughs> is, is that in, in case we have more presidents than yeah, episodes. more episodes than the I, pre- I think there are more presidents than there are episodes. President 45. Which one? Oh, Trump. Ron oh, Trump. great. So yeah. next week is our Biden episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic. Perfect. Um, but of course, we do, we're not here to talk about presidents. No. We're, talk, we're here to talk <laughs> about laughter yeah. and, and joy. And that's why we have a guest with us this week. <gasps> a guest. Joining us this week is actress, writer, and comedian, Suze Kempner. Oh, hi. Thanks so much for having me. Thank on you this, for joining us. On this us. Sandler fest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for coming on and subjecting yourself to this. <laughs> oh, Not it's at a all. real Sandler fest this week. It's, <laughs> it is 100% Sandler. Mm-hmm. Nearly. Mm-hmm. Little bit of Schneider. Spoilers. Yeah. Suze, <laughs> so, thank you so much for joining us. Um, if you could just give us a little bit of your history of how, what you know about Adam Sandler and the whole Happy Madison universe. My history can... with the Sandman. The Sandman. My, I don't know. I don't know how Happy Madison came about, but I know that it's his production company. Mm. Uh, I presume it came out came about sometime after Shakes the Clown. Uh, a while and, after. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I don't know what was the first one. Was it happy? Was it Happy Madison? Deuce Bigelow was the first one. Was it really? Mm. Ah, back in nineteen ninety nine. It wasn't Billy. It wasn't Billy Madison. Um, okay. Well, that is a bad movie, uh, <laughs> but one that I enjoyed an awful lot as a fourteen year old at the cinema when I went to see it upon its actual release. I remember laughing my ass off at that movie. Um, and a revisit about five or six years ago told me that 14-year-old me was a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ooh, this film is bad and not pleasant and everyone in it is unkind. And <laughs> I love that 14-year-old me was such a snob that I had to like tell people that, like, no, you shouldn't like white chicks. You should... <laughs> wow. You should be watching Team America. 
<laughs> it's got something to say. Unlike white chicks, it's like white chicks totally has something to say. You just don't get it because <laughs> we're white people. <laughs> yeah. Um, wild uh, 14 year old Jack and his views telling everybody that uh, Lost in Translation was uh, where it was at. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Little racist now you look back at it. <laughs> Maybe more than a little. <laughs> But yeah, fourteen-year-olds should not be trusted with their movie opinions. That is true. <laughs> but yeah, Happy Hard Madison. Degree. So it's been around then for twenty-two years, and mm. what a roller coaster it's been upon the uh, tracks of Happy Madison. <laughs> we've been there. We're, we're on these tracks. Yeah, this is the roller coaster here. There's Are no we on the way up? up? Do you reckon? I can only hope. Mm. <laughs> I think. I think. I think this is a little upswing compared to some of the things we've been through. Last week's Father of the Year Oh, was, boy. Um, uh, That's not... Is that the one where um, he he turns out to have had sex with his teacher? No, that's that's my boy. <laughs> that's my boy. Oh, okay. Oh, that's the one with Andy Samberg, isn't it? Yeah. That's Father... my boy. A film about how a young boy was raped by a t- his teacher, and you just have to buy that from the off and go, okay, it's comedy. And yeah. at no point does she go to jail or he go, yeah, I was molested or anything. Do you know what makes that, that one even worse is that that's one of the better pieces of <laughs> Yeah, genuinely. Pretty, good. Get Pretty past, good. If you can get past the um, horrendous crime that took place as a central part of the storyline. Yeah. What about, yeah. so what's Father of the Year? Father of the Year is David Spade Ugh. and Nat Faxon. <laughs> Um, Academy Award winner Nat Faxon Who's that? (laughs) He co-wrote The Descendants Okay, well, (laughs) Um, good for him I guess He's sort of just um, He's a sort of sketch comedian Who every now and then pops up in stuff And is a co-lead In a Happy Madison movie For some reason I see, well Um, I mean Adam Sandler seems like What I've taken away from Adam Sandler is He's a really nice man who's nice to his friends. And, like, he gets given unlimited money, basically, to make films with his friends. And the Mm -hmm. quality of them is unimportant to him. And I sort of respect that in a way. Like, we don't have to watch these movies and they are not evil movies because he's quite nice. I mean, they do feature Schneider, though, don't they? But I don't know, maybe (laughs) he just, like, really likes Faxon. And he went, I want to make a movie that's got Faxon in it. It means I get to hang out with him. Actually, I think in the end, it was a Happy Madison movie, but we did discover Sandler didn't produce it. It was uh, okay. produced by his um, evil cohort, uh, Alan Covert, who is... Who's um, that? He's a guy who pops up in a lot him. of Sandler movies. Have you seen and Big Daddy? Yeah. Yeah, he's in the, he's in the gay couple. If you remember the game. Oh couple, yeah, 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 yeah. Well. yeah. He um okay. he he's not on Twitter anymore, but he had a uh, horrendously awful Twitter account for a while. Oh really? What was he doing on the Twitter account? <laughs> just a lot of right wing posting, just a lot of um shaming people, um being very very pro Trump and mm. um very just anti things that I think are nice. Anti-left. <laughs> Anti-woke. 
<laughs> he's it's one of those people, one of those, okay, of course Schneider's the same and they're all like that, aren't they? These, mm. um, oh, yeah, I'm a time. free speech warrior. And what they actually, they've got, they they put no effort into effect real change. So all they've got left is trying to own the libs. Um, and that's, <laughs> that's true. basically that. But the, I'd be tempted to go then, okay, maybe that's secretly the Sandman's position. However, we'd hear it in his stand-up. We'd, it would come out in his movies and in his stand-up because these people cannot help it. They have to get their, their thoughts and feelings on the world out there. And he just seems like a happy guy. But however, I don't like the fact he's hanging out with these uh, fucking loons. <laughs> well, this no, is... It reflects badly. Yeah. This is a perfect segue into, into the meat of our show this week. Mm. When we are discussing the Adam Sandler stand-up special... 100% fresh. Josh, I'll be very impressed, but is there an IMDb plot synopsis for, <laughs> for 100% fresh? You know what? There is. Fantastic. So here we go. Adam Sandler takes his comical musical musings back out on the road, from comedy clubs to concert halls to one very unsuspecting subway station. Written by Netflix. No, well done, Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. So I guess it's just the synopsis that appears <laughs> below when you pick it. But it's good stuff. It's true. It is, All of it's it true. Yeah, Very none of that is a lie. Good. <laughs> Not like those fucking left-wing liberal <laughs> soy boy cops <laughs> spreading their lies and their cancel so culture. This is okay. how we know Adam Sandler doesn't believe uh, Alan and Schneider. It's mm. because... He doesn't go on about cancel culture or anything. He just like sings songs about how much he likes his wife. <laughs> That's what he does. Right. He's a um, big wife guy. Yeah, he really likes that wife. <laughs> he, 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 if talking about putting his friends in movies, he loves putting his wife he in movies. His wife, She's um. What the interesting thing we've noticed is how big her roles are getting. Later oh really? In. So who she played in some of the movies then? So she's really had a presence in the in the Netflix movie era. Yeah. Where, um, she's in uh, his movie Sandy Wexler, and she plays one of... Oh, yeah. Who's she, she in that? She plays his actress client, so he's got, like, this roster of clients that he works with, and um, so they've got, like, Colin Quinn and uh, <sighs> Terry Crews and uh, oh, Jackie you know Sandler. What? <laughs> okay, I watched it and I don't remember her role, but I better for watch. I I didn't hate Sandy Wexler and I watched it deliberately to hate it. I, it's one of those films. I'm like, I'm gonna put it on and then I'm gonna message all my friends and go, Sandy Wexler fucking sucks. And then I watched it. I went, I like this. It's cute. Jennifer Hudson's great. Jennifer He's Hudson is not good, that huh? annoying. Um, and it got to the end. And I was like, that's nice. What am like? It has a nice. It had a nice personality, and then <laughs> at the end nice of it, I just messaged my friends, annoyed that I thought it was alright. I was like, "It's fine. <laughs> this movie is fine." Well, it's a six yeah. and a half out of ten, and I didn't get angry once. <laughs> You're definitely kinder to it than we were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, and I, I don't like the one where it's his daughter's wedding as well. I fucking cried. That one I really like. The week of. That's the what week it's called. of. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like about that was. There was some like stupid gross-out stuff with Chris mm. Rock dreaming that he was sucking a dick or something. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's no. some bit where he dreams like he's someone's having sex with him and he's like, "No, stop it!" 
Uh, and I remember thinking, no, this movie's better than that. Even though Adam Sandler like plays an old lady in it as well. <laughs> he does. This is my favourite like bit. It. It's good. It's good. I cried. I watched it with my mum, and then I looked over at my mum, and she was crying too. So the week of, we liked it. I am so happy someone else has seen the week of because it seems like it's a film that people just acted like it didn't exist. So good. I mean, it was so good for one of these films. Yeah, <laughs> really. When you go into an Adam Sandler film. Like every new film I go into of his, even though I liked Sandy Wexler and I liked The Week Of, I went into 100% Fresh going like, well, this is going to be fucking shit. And a friend of mine, uh, my friend Darren Maskell, who um, I know from stand-up comedy, he said like, oh, you've got to see Adam Sandler's new special on Netflix. You've Mm. got to see it. That's what he said. And he's quite a prank Sinatra so I was going ah this is gonna be bad I can't wait to see his bad stand-up uh but no what he meant was you gotta see it's really good (laughs) so yeah and I loved it I I love prank Sinatra as a friend (laughs) (laughs) Um, prank Sinatra let me uh jump into our stats a little bit uh this is directed by Stephen Brill regular Sandler yeah. collaboration. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. Top With uh, again. a few segments directed by uh, Nicholas Goosen, another <gasps> Happy Madison stalwart. Right. Not Let's find sure. out if they're racist. <laughs> <laughs> find out which one's a right wing maybe it's i just hope two. stephen brill isn't because he wrote the mighty ducks it would be nice to oh, think yeah. that the writer of the mighty ducks <laughs> isn't racist yeah they're like the ultimate 80s guy donald trump look what happened there <laughs> this is uh starring adam sandler rob schneider and dan bueller on oh piano. dan ah, that's who that was <laughs> The glue holding this show together. It was released on the 23rd of October 2018, straight to Netflix. So we don't have a budget, we don't have a box office, but if you did go to the cinema that weekend, you could have seen Venom, A Star Uh. is Born, Uh. First Man, Uh. Goosebumps 2 Haunted Halloween, or Smallfoot. What if Uh. a foot was small? (laughs) Smallfoot. It's not a great week, is it? Um, it's the award season's just beginning. Yeah, you can tell because they got Star is Born and First Man, and they're doing the clean up with the summer blockbusters that they they were like, "Fuck it, we can't put that yeah. in the summer. Let's dump it in October." They definitely so, thought Venom wasn't going to make as much money as it ended up doing. Yeah, because now we're getting another one. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> Venom. <laughs> yeah, I, I know the feeling. <laughs> Ven- Venom Christina Barcelona. <laughs> it's the new Woody, Woody Allen classic. Woody Allen's Venom film. That's something I l- well wouldn't love to see. I want, Be interesting. I, w- I imagine that he would star as Venom. Oh, yeah. And he would star with, I don't know... <laughs> I think it would still be Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. Yeah. No, it would be her kid. <laughs> And he's like, that's my wife. I'm Venom. The only thing I'd want to know is, like, when he turns into Venom, would he still have the glasses? Yeah, and his clarinet. (laughs) Like a sort of oozy clarinet. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) he's slimed down to the Carlisle with his clarinet and a little fucking pork pie hat. He's like, I'm going to go play jazz now. (laughs) Anyway, good film. Good film. (laughs) 
good guy. <laughs> 10 out of 10, 10 billion at the box office for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, finally, 100% fresh. Uh, I only got 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> but I, I do Long believe that is, that is the highest Rotten Tomatoes score we've got. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, so that's higher than things like Punch Drunk Love... So we're only doing the ones he produced, and unfortunately he did not produce. I <laughs> Punch see, drama. I see. I was going to say, like, what did that get? Like 60% or something? Okay, yeah, I can I can see that. <laughs> I, I think our previous high was, I think, around 60% for funny people. I think that's so low for funny people. Yeah. I think funny people got a lot of shit because he was in the lead. I reckon if they shoved like uh god i'm trying to think if i mean sandler and they've been like it's steve carell or someone like that they've gone what a performance in oh, this touching and powerful gritty movie which is also <laughs> hilarious if i mean judd apatow and it and it hadn't been um the sandman they'd have gone nuts for that and it yeah. would be it'd be on like 88 percent. as as i said on our funny people episode i went to see it four times so so ah. I'm, I'm i'm a fan yeah i love it i went to see it twice i do a podcast with um two other comics and we all love funny people and we all talk about like how much we loved it when it came out when we were pretty new comics mm. yeah that's oh, a good one and i love think it. again very much leads into uh into this stand-up special because mm. before Funny People, I know Sandler hadn't done any stand-up for a long time. Mm. Judd Apatow put them put most of the stars of that movie out on the road for a while to do mm. a little roadshow promotion, and Sandler did stand-up for the first time in a while. And now, uh, and then, I think that leads to this mm -hmm. as well. Around the same time, I think Judd Apatow had a stand-up special on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, and he takes down Cosby, I think, in it. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. Someone has to. <laughs> Get him. Everyone yeah, has um, to. Yeah, they did all go, they all went, and it's got some, like, um, I'd never seen, oh, I can't remember his name now, I'm an idiot. The, one, the girl from uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza, mm. yeah, she rocks up in it. And I remember watching that film and going, like, who's that? She is really um, charismatic, and it turned out she's a big, giant star. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. So, um... Let's get into it. What did we think of Adam Sandler's 100% Fresh? Suze, you're our guest, please. Should I go? I loved go. it. I was, again, like I say, so surprised. Was not expecting it to be any good at all. I thought, I was like, the best this will be is like, Sandler's pretty charming and there'll be some funny stories. And then when it opened, I went, oh, it's all wacky songs and it's knockabout. And I love the way it's filmed with some of the, it like he's doing work in progress gigs he's practically reading bits off scraps of paper some he's in giant theaters doing the finished product and then you know occasionally they'll just cut to a subway station and he's in disguise doing the songs like uh i really like the way it's filmed i thought it was really uh ingenious and then it like packs a punch at the end he he sings a song about his friend chris farley who obviously died tr like tragically young chris farley probably 32 or something when he died um and he just does a he does a lovely tribute to his wife and a lovely tribute to Chris Farley at the end. And again, it's like, oh, he's got me. He's got me right in the heart. But yeah, the, and I, I was doubled over laughing at some of those songs. And it's one of those it's one of those specials that I'll put it on if I'm like, oh, I've got a bit of brain fog today. I'll put on 100 percent fresh and 
no, start it laughing. It is. It's. It's very easy to watch, and I, I'm someone who I'm never wild about watching stand-up specials at home, mm-hmm. uh, just because I hate laughing by myself, <laughs> <laughs> um, or I hate like a crowd that is laughing and I'm not laughing. <laughs> I hate laughing um, by yourself. It's 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 why I find it hard to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I love laughing by myself. You, you it's like being mad. It's like True. that. Especially, uh, yeah. I'm so close. Yeah, with songs like the Chris Farley one, you got yeah. the laughter and then you start crying. So That's you it. feel extra mad. And then you're like, perfect. I'm crying by myself too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Chris Farley song, I mean, it's very sweet. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I love, I've, uh, so many times, Josh, I've suggested that we cover Tommy Boy on this mm. podcast <laughs> just because I love mm. Chris Farley you so much. You know whose favourite movie that is? Nick Helm. Oh, really? He fucking loves Tommy Boy, so yeah, get in touch with Nick Helm. Yeah, someone just recommended we have Nick Helm on the podcast. Yeah, man, he loves Tommy Boy. (laughs) We always talk about it. (laughs) So, Fat Guy in a Little Coat is is comic (laughs) genius for me. (laughs) It's It's great, because we've been going through all these, and we've been watching all the David Spade movies, and they've not been great, and I keep saying to Josh that, like, you gotta see Tommy Boy to understand who David Spade really is, not Joe Dirt. <laughs> yeah, one day. One day. That's, I feel like David Spade's having um, a, a renaissance, a spade of because he popped up in, he's popped up playing, like, who was it? He played, he was in that show Love, the Paul Rust um, yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and he shows up as like this kind of skeezy dad of a child star who's going through a divorce and he's not like an awful human being but he's a selfish guy having a midlife crisis and he's really good in it like he's so good that he must have seen guys behave like that and gone like oh yeah 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 I can do this Netflix loves Spade (laughs) like they've gone crazy for him because we've got we had of course Father of the Year and uh, we've got the wrong Missy coming up. What's the wrong Missy? It's it's David Spade and Lauren Lapkus. Oh, I saw the trailer for this. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Really he, like um, Lauren Lapkus, and I think she deserves a lot better. She does. She does. She she's become a she's she's been in one other Happy Madison movie so far. I think. Um, hoping that she stays away from them a bit. They've not been great yeah. with their female leads. No. No. The only one who got a chance to sign was Anna Faris in The House Bunny. Oh, yeah. Is that Happy Madison? Yeah. Ah. It's the only female-led Happy Madison movie. There is an alternate universe where Anna Faris has, like, two Oscars. She should. Oh, my God. She's amazing. She's so, like, she's so effortlessly funny. She gets it. She's got a style that no one else seems to do as well as she does. Mm-hmm. Like, um, as much as I love Cameron Diaz, she almost sort of out Cameron Diaz as Cameron Diaz. Mm. Yeah, she's excellent. She's in a film called, which I think is amazing and everyone hates it, called Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Um, and he plays like, so she's in that as like a mad Katy Perry style pop star. She's and the best part of that film. She's really funny. She's really funny. But yeah, it's, it's, it's Ryan Reynolds was best friends with amy smart remember her um when they were at school and he was kind of a a bit of an overweight geek and but she and he was in love with her and she was really nice but she just didn't want to go out with him and then they see each other like 10 years later and meet over christmas and 
That film's got a better heart than you'd expect from the description. Also, it's the only film I've ever seen Chris Klein be good in. (laughs) He's really good in it. And I went, that's what I've got. Wow, Chris Klein. I didn't know he could be good. And then he reached Just Friends and he can. (laughs) Have you ever seen uh, Chris Klein's Mamma Mia audition? Yeah, man. (laughs) who is he talking about he's like Mandy Moore Mandy Moore he's like you just had Mandy Moore you should cast her like shut the fuck up Chris Klein you're being weird mate it's a really wild video then he starts singing yeah Josh, did you just ask who's Chris Klein? Oh, <laughs> yeah, but now I know. I was like, "Are you talking about the guy? Are you talking about the guy from American Pie? Is that is yeah. that Chris Klein? That's Chris Klein. Yes, he's also. Do you know okay. he's actually good in Election as well? Which he is. He really only, good I think election. he was at the high school. Oh, he's school, so good in Election. Think, was he? Is that how he got in it? He was at the high school they were filming at, and they saw a load of the students for bit parts, and they were like, "This fucking guy's got it." it, <laughs> it turned out he me. never did. That, good in that, that and he never had it again until just friends that first line he has in the election where matthew broderick is narrating and then it cuts to chris klein he's like hey mr m get back to work <laughs> oh, yeah. and he matthew broderick fucking hates him <laughs> oh it's so good <laughs> But yeah, I, uh, does anyone have? Was anyone else surprised at how song heavy this uh, this stand up set was? No, not surprised. Like only surprised in like I should have seen it coming. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like yeah. every time I've ever seen him present anything, like I remember he did some like VMAs or something once back in the day, and like he he said like five words and then did some sort of song. Mm. Like I should have seen this coming, but I wasn't I wasn't prepared for it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, when yeah, like you say, when it started, I went, "Oh, he's singing," and then as it was song, 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 I went, "Oh yeah, of course, it's this. This guy was a musical <laughs> yeah. comedian." Also, in his films, like he, I, I'm sure he wrote the songs in the Wedding Singer. Um, he wrote "I Want to Grow Old with You," and mm. which is why he does it again in this. Um, and he, yeah, and I think, uh, somebody kill me, please, as well. Mm. Yeah, like those songs that's, that's have Sandler all over them. Um, yeah, it's great. It's it's good, and also it's musically pretty good. Well, this right. is this is what I kept thinking was I was annoyed that outside of Wedding Singer and a little bit in the Myrowitz stories and uh, unfortunately Eight Crazy Nights, <laughs> Sandler hasn't done like any real musical movies, and I think he could. I think he could do a nice sort of Broadway adaptation. Maybe I'm not sure what he'd oh, be definitely. great. Like. Like how Eddie Murphy was such a revelation in Dreamgirls and yet shouldn't have been. Like that guy's always been a good singer and that guy's always been a good actor. And he shows up in Dreamgirls and everyone goes, whoa, how talented is Eddie Murphy? I'm like, well, pretty fucking talented. We knew this. I think Sandler's got the same thing. Like I think either, I don't think Russell Crowe should have played Javert in Les Mis, the movie, right? Which was a shite movie anyway. I think they did a bad job of adapting a pretty dated musical. But anyway, I think (laughs) they should have had either Eddie Murphy as Javert, I think he would have won an Oscar, or John C. Riley or Adam Sandler. And I honestly think they're the only three actors in Hollywood who could have played Javert. But instead they were like, get me crow. Get me crow. (laughs) The idea of Tom Hooper working with Sandler is is a great idea. Him and Cats... Who, yeah, which cat, which cat would he would he be Skimble Shanks? Je- Jennifer Hudson no. cat. <laughs> oh, He'd yeah, have been like memory. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. just sang memory. <laughs> just the snotty Adam Sandler. 
I saw I think he cats. Be... I saw cats uh, only about how long ago? Probably about four months ago, and uh, mm. I was absolutely blown away by it in all the worst ways. Obviously, because like all the discourse around cats had been by the time I saw it, mm. so I was like, yeah, 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 it's going to be shit. <laughs> but I'm mostly going to be bored. But I sat there and like, if I had a drink every time something happened that made me feel sick, I'd have been sick so fast, <laughs> and not just because of how it made me feel sick like the film was gross and <laughs> horrible and like all these performers you could tell not not what because i know like everyone you know everyone hates james Corden, blah 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 but like not one of those performers had a clue what they were supposed to be doing and i don't think it's their fault you know um it was Big a time. weird old watch that weird old, the only one who got it right was taylor swift <laughs> that is my favorite mm. part of cats when yeah. taylor swift comes out yeah, she was. She was like. She seemed pretty on it. Like poor Jennifer Hudson. Not one bit of her performance, which is just Dan Hathaway doing "I Dream to Dream" again, was earned. <laughs> and it's not her fault. The film did not earn it. <laughs> I, I love. I love that Jennifer Hudson recently came out and she was like, uh, you know, people just didn't understand Cats, but future generations. They're not going to understand it. It's bad. <laughs> They'll don't... understand that it's bad. The ending. What is Judy Dench doing? She just. She's telling you that she's not a dog. Oh my god! Straight up, the fourteen minutes of Judy Dench going, and now we're cats, and there's the sun. Every time she stops, and then the music goes like boo 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 boo, and you go, that must be it. And then she's like, she's off again. And when I say that cats be yeah, with her one working vocal cord. I couldn't stand it, and I, and I feel sorry for every actor in it, including the ones we all hate. <laughs> I like that there was there was recently, um, going around a musical theatre Twitter, the uh, clip of James Marsden in Hairspray and everybody saying, oh, yeah. why not? Why is James Corden getting all the musical theatre roles and not James Marsden? Marsden is an underrated talent, as 100%. proven by the Sonic movie, where he was nothing less than charming and likable throughout in a film that, like, everyone on screen was charming and likable, including Voice of Sonic, including Jim Carrey. So at no point did I want to punch anyone in the face, i.e. me. And <laughs> it's testament to a very charismatic cast, because that film should have been much more annoying. But yeah, Marsden. Mar like, Marsden's... Hey, alternate universe where he's got an Oscar. There you go. But but, what if we take, instead of all the roles James Corden gets, what if Adam Sandler got all those roles? <laughs> I would take that too. Or I just, like, stop. Sandler is the baker in Into the Woods. Yeah, I'd buy it. Although, actually, to be honest, like here's what I'll say about Corden. I think he was perfectly fine in Into the Woods. I think the thing that ruined Into the Woods was Johnny Depp, <laughs> who showed up like, oh, hey, what's going on? He's like, no, oh, mate, this is not that I'm going to be a little mysterious and just uh, do what Awful. I want. Mm. Everyone in that film knew what film they were in except Johnny Depp anyway. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, let's get Marsden and Sandler in more musicals. I'm 100% in for it, especially after this. Like... These songs are. I feel like I need to listen to them a little bit more to get them properly earwormed in, but I could yeah. definitely listen to these. Yeah, they're um, good. Oh, cotton candy, making me randy. That's <laughs> <laughs> a banger. <laughs> the only part that really in this made me um, sort of go, ooh, and, it, and it, the bit that makes us uh, look into the, the, the possible right, the, well, 
he is right wing Sandler, but is the, he? Uh, Do you the, reckon? Oh, he is. He's, oh yeah, he yeah, big time. Donates to um, uh, right wing politicians. Oh, yeah, he's no. a big. He loves Giuliani. But now I found out. Now I'm annoyed. If you yeah, watch sorry. any of <laughs> his films from the mid two thousands. Uh, he uh, donates to he to Giuliani pops up in a lot of them. Oh, okay. So he's like Mitt Romney Republican, and is probably now a bit more like. Ugh. I like to think so. I don't know, actually, <laughs> I don't think he's Trumpy. No. It's never come up that he's Trumpy. Alan Covert they love is to Trumpy. Tell you. They love to tell you, don't they? Yeah, yeah, big time. But the bit in this that made me go a little ooh is uh, when he's doing his uh, routine about the baby who won't say hi. Oh, why? What's wrong with that? <laughs> but well, because there's a bit where the baby says um, to him, "She won't give me any vaccinations," and Sandler says back to the baby, "Oh well, there's no proof if that's good or bad yet." Oh, I think <laughs> I that's like, knowing. Whoa. I think that's delivered with a knowing wink. <laughs> I do think that's so, but I, I wouldn't be 100% surprised. Do you reckon he was like, I'll put that in there so that Schneider doesn't kick off? <laughs> oh, fuck, it could be. He's like, oh, it'd be unbearable if I don't have a little nod in there to like, hey, vaccines, who knows? Like, I don't know. I think that's uh, I think that's in there so that we all go, ha, ha, ha. Oh, Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> but actually the other thing the only other thing in this that really sort of like made me go oh that's this is a little weird not that i thought it was like right wing at all but just the two times it does a transition and just plays the audio of him going oh sandman that's too much <laughs> that's oh, too I like much that. yeah <laughs> Like it's just nice. after he speaks about his um his wife's vagina farts, which made me think of you, Josh, because I thought of your uh, complaints about Kevin Smith tweeting about his. Wife. Oh mate! Oh right! I, I come in like I mean, look at me. I'm 36. I'm a movie nerd. Of course, I was like, I could do my own clerks at some point in the late 90s. <laughs> like, I used to love, love, love Kevin Smith to the point it's where I was on thing. his message boards. Um, I used to occasionally talk to him. Me and his wife, we were chatting like quite a lot on those message boards. Uh, wow. And then he was in London about 10 years ago for Red State, and I went to see it. And, you know, you're like, hey, hi, hi. Um, I'm still friends with some people off those message boards. In fact, three of the people I'm friends with off those message boards, that's who I watch fucking cats with. And they're in America. <laughs> we watch cats over Zoom. Um, but yeah, like, I look at him now and it's like, oh, God, it's like cringe. And Zack and Miri is not a good movie. <laughs> and I, like, I haven't, other than Red State, I haven't bothered with anything in the uh, last decade. I, I, wish I, I wish I was at your level. I... 16 years old I was like clerks to film of the year um, it's traveled to Edinburgh for the you first time you're like why are they working this is so racist terrible it's rubbish also it shows that he got famous for being a filmmaker at sort of you know 25 his career was basically made because clerks yeah. 2 has got hey look at these characters now they're working in a McDonald's it's like a, now they're working in a fast food place they wouldn't be They'd be working in a really tedious office job, and that's a much more interesting movie. <laughs> like, they've already, but that's office space. 
can't do it again. What? Just because it's in an office? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's only there you can only be one movie. You can't movie. have a movie with singing in it. Lame is already did that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think there should be one film per location per genre. Well, but Josh, done. how do you explain the existence of That's My Boy and Father of the Year? I <laughs> Which I thought was the same film. <laughs> well, no, I don't think they should both exist. We should pick one. I don't think either of them should exist. Destroy all the other ones. Yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> oh, Sandman, that's too much. That's too, too much. <laughs> um, but that, oddly enough, watching this when um, when he starts talking about his wife and he sings a song, I did think that Sandler is sort of like the better Kevin Smith. Watching this, thinking yeah. about how like all his films are like him and his friends hanging out, mm. and um, yeah. yeah, and uh, this like. They are bad, but they all seem to make money, so why would he try and... Like, they're, they're not bad to a lot of people because they're mm. all making a lot of money. Also, I just think at some point he's going to come out of nowhere with another um, Punch Drunk Love level movie and everyone will go mm. like, oh my God, did you, I didn't know Adam Sandler could act. You go, well, don't you remember Punch Drunk Love and Funny People and also he's amazing in The Wedding Singer and blah, blah, mm. blah. Yeah. Uncut Gems last year, everybody. Uncut Gems! Yeah. Yeah, that was a revelation, wasn't it? Yeah. He's he's gonna is I I feel like like you said before like Steve Carell somehow he seems to avoid the um the because he's the one who gets Oscar nominated him and Jonah Hill but like they won't throw anything to Sandler to Jim Carrey to mm. uh, Seth Rogen. I think jo- Jonah Hill was young enough, wasn't he, that he was like I do dramas now and I've been nominated for two Oscars. Was Steve <laughs> mm. Carell? He got nominated for um uh. Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher and the Big Shot. I didn't, like... Steve Carell's not even that good in Foxcatcher. <laughs> He's playing Mr. Burns. He, yeah. <laughs> He's got an amazing prosthetic. Mm. And he's not... I'm not saying he's bad in it at all, but Oscar-worthy? Like, Channing Tatum deserved the nomination more than mm. he did, but because he's not mm. playing a character that's like, <laughs> no one gives him an Oscar nomination. <laughs> Channing Tatum's amazing in that film, and no one talks about it. Him, I like Mark Ruffalo in that film as well. Yeah, well, he got nominated, didn't he? I think so, yeah. He, he like, always gets nominated. Of course. you yeah. got to give the Ruffalo a nomination. Yeah, the um, But yeah, there is this thing of like, I don't know how Steve Carell seemed to shake it. And Robin Williams was able to shake it as well. Yeah. Um, mm. But I don't know what Adamson has to do to <laughs> suddenly get to this point. Because yeah. he is, he is kind of like, even when we were talking about The Week Of, we were talking about like how nice he is in that movie and how different a performance it is for him. It's, yeah, it's... Also, people like working with him. Like, mm. everyone who works with him says, it doesn't matter if it's one of his own films or, or whatever, they always say like, oh, he's very nice, he's very professional. Um, which is Jennifer all Aniston loves him. Yeah, man. Mm. And she hates Jay Moore. Do you know that story? You know, I do um, know that story. Do you know that story? What's the story? It's, it's, it's when, so <laughs> Jay Moore, a, a comedian who I have absolutely no affection for, I think he's probably super right wing. Um, My friend went to see him live recently in LA and she said like he was just so awful and so like disrespectful to women. And uh, just... What a shame, because like, really talented really mm. talented guy but he did say he got um picture perfect uh back in the probably 97 96 97 mm. jennifer aniston mm. was she was rachel at the height of friends she had the rachel haircut and um 
he got that part having not expected it. Like he was, he kept getting right. through rounds and was like, oh, I've got through another round. This is crazy. And the car, the his agent was saying to you, you're not the guy they want, but they, but they are liking you more and more. And then he was down. It was between him and five other guys. And then he got it and was like, fuck, can't believe it. So he's, he's very excited. Um, I think it's pre-Jerry Maguire, or maybe it's just I after Jerry I think it's Jerry just Maguire. after. Just after Jerry Maguire. Another film, which mm. he wasn't meant to get, it was meant to be Owen Wilson. Um, we chose he's that good. Anyway, he showed up on day one of Picture Perfect, and Jennifer Aniston comes on set with her friend, basically strides past him and says to her friend, there were six guys they could have chose from, and they picked the one I didn't like. And she hadn't met him at this mm. point. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, she she treated him very badly apparently, and he he cr- he cried to his mum on the, at the end of the first week. And she has since mega mega apologised because she doesn't seem like an asshole. But apparently yeah. at the time, I think she she was dating Tate Donovan, and she really wanted Tate Donovan in the role. Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Oh, just, ha- just hang out with my boyfriend. <laughs> I see. Yeah, she was the vo- probably having the voice a hard of Hercules time. himself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And Hercules has his hair. <laughs> In the songs of Phil Collins. No, that's Tarzan. That's Tarzan. <laughs> oh yeah, it's they still gave Hercules Menken gospel Hercules. songs, didn't they? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, I've got way off topic. No, no. I like well, the thing is, we've we've not had to review a stand-up set before, <laughs> so it's yeah, a little no. it's a little different from what we we've had in the past i've just a few of my uh notes is um <laughs> he does his um his uber driver smelling bad song which uber i quite driver enjoy smells bad Ooh, and then he realizes it's him <laughs> but i i was just i was just watching that and i was like oh this predates parasite like this is ah, like a bullshit a <laughs> yeah i i like the idea that bong joon ho is sitting down watching 100 percent fresh and being like yeah, what if he smelled bad? <laughs> That's a plot. <laughs> this crosses the line. We can, yeah, he, he never crosses the line. <laughs> he know, and he has a bit where one of the characters goes, "That's too much." <laughs> I fucking love Parasite. What a good movie? I mean, what an original thought. Parasite's good. Um, but what I'm, what makes me sad about Parasite is because obviously I don't speak Korean, and we get all the subtitles. Mm. But apparently, the daughter's performance is way more amazing than we realise because apparently she's switching between all different uh, class accents, Korean class oh, accents. No, wow. We can't, That's we really can't cool. really, our ears aren't tuned enough to hear that, but like, oh, I wish I was, I wish I was uh, a Korean speaker so that I'd be able to appreciate it on that level. <laughs> I mean, you could always learn just to watch Paris. I'm never going to learn. <laughs> I'm not going to bother. <laughs> I mean, you know, with these, with these big... Uh, foreign language films they usually get English language remakes I know it's won the Oscar and everything so everyone's seen it yeah. do you think we'll get it oh they are I can see some they've announced it yeah it's uh, I think okay. Mark Ruffalo is doing the TV show. it shouldn't oh, be Mark Ruffalo it shouldn't be Mark Ruffalo it, it should, should be, be should be Sandler. Sandler it should be Adam fucking Sandler Eddie Murphy do it. and John C. Riley. <laughs> My my three right. picks for Javert. I'm, I'm really annoyed John C. Riley hasn't been in one of these movies. I'm really annoyed mm. that John C. Riley is just, you know, he's great in the Will Ferrell movies, but he'd he's be good excellent. in one of these. Do you remember when he showed up? He's in Boogie Nights, isn't he? That's how yeah. long he's been so around, and he's in great in that. He's so, he's so funny, but it's a dramatic role. But uh, I think he is... I think he was Oscar good in Walk Hard, which is still the best oh, music biopic so of all time. Good. 
I remember <clears throat> when they when they announced he was going to be the second lead in Talladega Nights, mm. and I was a big Anchorman fan at the mm. time, and and I loved Chicago was sort of the main mm. thing I'd seen yeah. John C. Riley in, and I was like, he's going to be in Talladega Nights. What a weird move! And that like he's made that whole he's he's again he's one who's able to walk the two lines. He can do yeah. comedy and these excellent dramas. Ah, oh, he's great. Yeah, John C. Riley, what a talent. He's another one. 70 years old, they'll go, oh my God, have you seen John C. Riley in this film? It's amazing. And he'll win an Oscar. A lot of this, I ended up, maybe it's because of my, my distinct fear of laughing alone. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't laugh as much as I just found Adam Sandler to be so bloody likable throughout the whole mm. thing. Like, he does end up giving you this sense that he's just someone you want to grab a drink with yeah yeah and uh, oh god why am i talking about jay moore again but in his <laughs> in his book which for some reason i've read i talk about I've him, read like, i don't like well. jay moore he like i thought it was really good i thought i liked him <laughs> he ruined it um but yeah in his book he talks about how the atmosphere on snl which he was on for i think two seasons or maybe just mm. one but uh Jay Moore said the atmosphere is horrible because everyone's just so stressed about not getting on and not getting renewed, not having their contract renewed and not managing to get on. And he said the only person who always just seemed very unaffected by all of it was Adam Sandler. And this is before he's a big, big deal. He was already established on SNL, but he just always just was very chill and very nice. Uh, And you can kind of get that just in the sense that everyone still hangs around with him. Yeah, that's it. They they do their they they do his movies. Mm-hmm. He'll get them to turn up for small roles in Sandy Wexler or yeah. whatever because they just mm. they, rem- they he's the one who he's the glue. Which yeah, I know is what they called Phil Hartman. It's like, what am I going to do? But, not oh. not spend a. Oh, sorry, I thought you'd stopped. <laughs> no, <laughs> cut, no, that's out. absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a good insight anyway. <laughs> oh, mine, none of mine are good. Just, just lines from, and shortening words. It's my whole act. Um, if I but like if I was if I was in, if I was a big name who didn't need to do a day on some movie that's going to be sh- pure shite but I wanted to hang out with my friend Adam Sandler that's how you end up with great actors doing one scene in Adam Sandler movies and the same way apparently I'm not sure how much of an input he had but Paul Thomas Anderson was either down to direct some of this ah um, what he gets a massive it's the biggest special thanks credit i've seen in a in a credit block it's just it's just in like he gets his own credit block to himself and just says special thanks paul thomas anderson oh that's <laughs> and, nice um, and i'm not sure if he's involved with some of the subway stuff or if that is nicholas goosen but I like. I, I feel like that subway stuff might be in the same way that Spike Jones does his jackass stuff. Paul Thomas Anderson going mm-hmm. out and shooting a secret subway stand-up set with Adam Sandler sounds very nice to me. <laughs> mm. Yes, agree. Josh, I feel like I don't know how you felt about all this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of similar to you, but I kind of just sort of like I didn't really laugh at any. Well, I laughed at a couple of points. 0.25 laughs both of them but like yeah i was just ta- like he said i was i was just taken in by like yeah he is just immensely likable 
and just like it's also fun because there's nothing really to latch on to at any point because it's so frenetic mm. just like here is a here's like 15 seconds i'm gonna tell you a little story that nah, here's a song goes on for three minutes here's a three minute chat 15 second song five second song thing i shot outside uh small big little big medium place that i'm doing it i forgot my line no, I haven't. Now it's good. It was just, it was extremely strange. And, but it it's impossible to be bored. That's what I'll say mm. about it. It's impossible yeah, to be bored. It it's moving. just so. Mm. I wondered if uh, Bo Burnham had watched this before he did Inside. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, uh, I had the same sort of vibes watching that earlier this year. Hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. Just like, again, just like jump across, jump across. Don't pay attention to any bit, any you know for too long yeah yeah it's just it's just vibes and it'll all come together because the glue is you <laughs> the glue is you <laughs> and in this case i felt like boomer comedy like all of it like it's good like it's good stuff it's delivered in a fun way but it is a lot of it is like wife kids <laughs> swipe the book kids can't swipe book do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot Boom, of that he's going too, on. He's not a boomer, though. He's too young. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Gen X. He's a Gen X with the heart of a boomer. Like, <laughs> and this is this is probably just from coming in with, like, having seen the 40... No, what, what if each film's, like, two hours? Like, 90 hours of Adam Sandler shit that we've watched by this point. Like, he is a boomer at heart. He loves just red-blooded American shit and doesn't <laughs> believe that mental health issues are a thing. <laughs> and like, you know, it's just very... He's very pro-military. Real men kind of stuff. He loves the military. <laughs> he, hates when kid, he hates when kids are on their phones and stay inside. He loves it when they go outside and they swing on a tree. Did, did, any, did anyone see uh, there is a bit after the credits where Adam Sandler's daughters tell jokes? No, oh, I haven't seen this. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. That's one of my laughs. One of my laughs. <laughs> I, so why I them isn't I... even Adam Sandler? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wrote down what their jokes were because they are essentially that uh, Twitter account of like kid jokes, which is just like... Yep, yep, yep. Why, why did someone walk into a bus because their head fell off? <laughs> it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've got one written down because there was one of my laughs. Oh, please it give was, it. Why did the chicken... <laughs> it was, why did the chicken cross the road? Because it wanted some diarrhea for breakfast. Oh, that's nice. I think he should have put that in the show. He should have done that. I was just like, as soon as I heard the kids tell the jokes, I was like, they're definitely his kids. <laughs> right. Same level of humor. <laughs> such a good song, though. You can see him doing it, like just like here's some jokes my kid told me. Yeah, <laughs> and man. Then that goes on for three minutes. It's done. <laughs> Did everyone enjoy when uh, Adam Sandler's head flies off at the end of his uh, oh, UFC is song? Oh yeah, there's like some quirky little bits with special effects. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing that I could do without in the whole special is the Rob Schneider bit. It, and it's not just because I don't mm. like him. I just thought the whole section is kind of weak. Um, mm. Like and... it just turned into like blowjob jokes. Yeah, and it's just I was just like, oh, yeah, 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 and it's a, and it's lengthy, and mm. uh, when it could have been twenty seconds worth, uh, but it's long because Schneider's there and they want to make the most of having 
the talent that is mostly <laughs> known for being a South Park meme <laughs> um, and a Trump guy. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's he didn't need to be there and the song didn't worse. need to be there. Of, yeah, of course, uh, Schneider has to come in and also play someone who is a nationality that is not his own. <laughs> yeah, course. yeah, he loves to do an accent, doesn't he? Yeah, he Luckily, loves... we can't place it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at really least this time he's not wearing like full-on uh, Chinese man prosthetics. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think Sandler had to talk him out of it? He's like, no, <laughs> you're just not going to do it. You're going to have your own skin tone. You're going to do anything with your eyes. And he's like, oh, come on, man. Um, who you have seen? He's in Home Alone too. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Rob Schneider. He shows up in it. And I was watching Home Alone two at Christmas last year. Um, because I was trying to watch 25 Christmas movies before Christmas Day, between 1st of December and Christmas Day. And it turned out it was easy because we all got put on lockdown and I got fucking COVID. So I was like, oh, I can watch oh, like shit. 40 films. Um, so I watched Home Alone 2 for the first time since I was a kid uh, and Home Alone for the first time since I was a kid. Blown away by Home Alone. I think it might be a perfect movie. And then people on Twitter, when I was saying that, said, oh, well, Home Alone 2 is even better. So I went into mm. it going, I'm so excited. And it's not at all no. better. It's it's like, it's not that good. It's, it's that fine. thing of like, what if we what if we went bigger? Yeah, same movie, but this time it's shit. But he's in it, <laughs> Rob Schneider's in it. And I was watching it and I was like, who's that guy? I know I recognise him. And but he's like he's cute, man. He's he's like a good-looking, fresh-faced boy. <laughs> he's probably about twenty-four, something like that. And I was like, who mm. is he? Who is he? I looked it up. I went, Rob Schneider. Fucking hell! I hate ages you. <laughs> that's oh, that's the story he hasn't there. offended anyone at that point. No, yeah. and he's like double act with Tim Curry, and they're both holding their own. And oh, who so imagine I mean, being able to act with Tim Curry and not looking like nothing? <laughs> Oh, oh no, that is the dream. <laughs> I, it's, I mean, yeah, Snyder had that weird early 90s career where he was also like Stallone's sidekick for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they must have really liked him. I imagine he got, he probably had a failed relationship and it made him all bitter and racist or something. It's so strange because his like big thing on SNL was just that he played a guy who sat next to a copier at an office and people didn't like him. He was like, hey, buddy, butterino. Oh, he was like an annoying guy who worked in yeah. the office. Okay. And and yet, Kevin that Smith of... should have done that for Clerks too. <laughs> could have been him. Uh, you could see like, Kevin Smith just being like, you know who I'm going to save? I'm going to save Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> he's no. he's going to be the star of Dogma too. Uh, don't do Dogma too. Dogma. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just, uh, I, uh, there was also, I didn't watch it, I nearly watched the Rob Schneider stand-up special after this. Nuh-uh. Which one? Not gonna do it. Asian mama Mexican <laughs> kids. No, don't do that to yourself. <laughs> Not gonna do it. Does he come out at the beginning in a fat suit and a bloody wig and he's doing a voice and uh, I just can see it and I'm turning it off with my brain. I don't want to know. And it's it's from the director <laughs> of Father of the Year, so you know it's it going to be really Father good. Father of the Year. <laughs> it is, um, yeah. I, 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 but I was just like, because I, I almost wanted to just watch and compare and contrast, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. No, don't do it. Life's too short. I don't have much else to say on the on this other than just uh, 
I, I, I thought at the beginning his songs were quite morbid because he did his electric car crash song oh, yeah, and his he, dead yeah. grandma song. Um, he didn't hear the Prius coming or, so, or hybrid coming or something like that, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, don't worry, I drive one, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's I relatable. Like when, he got that, he's got that bit where he goes like, you know, it's like when you go in someone's house and they say, take your shoes off. So you're like, oh, take your shoes off. Take your socks off. Oh, take my socks off. Okay. Roll up your pants. Okay, I'll roll up my pants. And why have I got to roll up my pants? Because we got to make her the wine. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's like a really great fun bit stand-up that you'd see in some wacky 25-year-old Edinburgh show and go like, ha, 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 that was great. <laughs> I, I, the bit I quite liked is just um, him saying, uh, oh, you know, my... My wife, she puts all this face cream on me. She puts all the face cream on me. And you know what it is? My wife used to date a lemon meringue pie. <laughs> I was just... <laughs> she misses it. <laughs> she still thinks of him. <laughs> it's a... There is... Yeah. I like it when he goes a bit abstract. The one mm. thing I will say he didn't do enough of for me, and it is my favorite Sandler thing, is him doing old lady voice. Oh, well, that's okay, because you can just watch Eight Crazy Nights, and he do- he voices the old man in it. Yes. And you get to hear that voice a lot. I, 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 oh, I, I know. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, but nothing is better for me than the end of uh, Funny People, where he just turns up and he goes, I'm all the roast beef, gave me diarrhea. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> if he, I would go see him do a whole show of that. I would go see him do a whole show of his old lady character from Eight yeah. Crazy Nights. Oh, that bit from um, Funny People as well is a real old video of him mm. from the eighties, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's... Prank in a restaurant. <laughs> oh, my, my got such bad diarrhea from the roast beef, but it was so good. And all his friends are laughing. He's like, "Mom, <laughs> I told you." <laughs> oh, it's good. Yeah. Um, before before that'll we be jump us. In. You see, they'll use this. They'll use this soon <laughs> in a film about this us. opening of Funny People too. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's thirty years. What when I'm sixty six? They're like, look at her when she was so young. She was thirty six. <laughs> I was so young, and I'm just doing impressions of Adam Sandler. I don't know if my career's going to work out, guys. <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. I think it's going great. All right, we'll see. Um, uh, before we 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 wrap up, I should say um, this this has a nomination, Josh. A nomination. This is uh, this. Uh, we've been for a while now. We haven't had any award nominations for the movies, but we're back. This was nominated for a primetime Emmy award. What? Ah, good. For outstanding writing. For, for a variety special. Good. That's big. Who won? I Which am... fucker beat Sandman? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sandman, that's much. too much. It's, it's not enough. <laughs> it was uh, Hannah Gadsby for Nanette. Oh, fair enough. Oh, shit, yeah, fine. Fair enough, <laughs> yeah. yeah good. That is nice, a fucking nice, good nice, joke. Nice. <laughs> <And> so, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that kind of... It would have been a bit of an upset if... if oh, Sandman, that's too much beat that. Um... But uh, also, <laughs> also nominated, you've got uh, Amy Schumer, Growing, yeah, um, mm-hmm. uh, Wonder Sykes, Not Normal, mm-hmm. Homecoming, a film by ah, Beyonce. I was going to say, are these all stand-up specials? But that mm. Beyonce one, it's not funny, no jokes. 
<laughs> Needs more jokes. Or, or they just don't, they don't fly. They don't land. Um, no, no. And then, of course, the, the who could forget carpool karaoke when Gordon <laughs> met McCartney live from Liverpool. It's such a short thing as well. Like carpool karaoke is <laughs> like 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, maybe they did a full thing. But I mean, oh, I didn't watch it. You know, I mean, I don't did. even, I'm not even interested in Paul McCartney now anyway. I don't want to hear from him. Do you remember about 10 years ago, you couldn't go to anything without Paul McCartney popping up and singing Hey Jude at the end of it. Like, I was done with him then. I'm done with him now. I don't need to hear from him or Corden about anything to do with McCartney. What was his... Didn't he do a song a few years ago that was like him nearly saying fuck you, but it was like thick you or something like oh, that and I bet when he wrote he was like I've done this really great song which is and his wife his wife's like that's nice dear I wrote a song and I wanted to hear it and it, uh, he was um, I think he's probably alright to be honest I heard a podcast where he was interviewed and he told a really funny story about when him and John Lennon wanted to crash SNL or something like that in <laughs> 79 or 80 uh, and it sounded like a funny story and he sounded alright but also um I know that his kid was an arsehole to one of my <laughs> mates. And the, when the kid was like eight, you know, when they're real shitbags and he didn't do anything about it. No, so. No. I'm, we're all, we're, this podcast is pro uh, shaming children for them. <laughs> I yes, think you going to say pro no. McCartney and I was going to be like, throw my headphone down. <laughs> no. That's <laughs> too much. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's that's my new. I went into this being like, I don't like that. That's too much, and now I'm very much. This is my. I, got, I, I turned you. I turned it around for you, didn't I? I turned. I won you over with it. Yeah, it's a hundred percent fresh. My my friend Chris Stokes, fresh. who I do a podcast with, who loves funny people, he uh, he said um, he went. Oh, when I was at uni, me and my me and my housemates were all just doing goofs on each other, like little pranks, and I went, I don't like you calling them goofs. I didn't like it, and then. <laughs> A minute later, he said it again, and I went, I like it now. <laughs> so now, I'm just doing a goof all the time. It take, just takes a, a while for your ear to adjust. I say it. I didn't like it, and then I liked it. But it happened fast, and I think the same thing happened with that too much tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we started the show, I mentioned that we, we do an MVP and an LVP. Sure. This. If, uh, Josh, you said you have an MVP. Because I, I think it's hard to do for this. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I have an MVP, but who is your MVP, Josh? Oh, my, um, mine is the ghost of Chris Farley. Ah! Oh. Because, I, th- I, you know, like, I didn't really connect with the show that much, but I really did with that bit. You love and the Chris Farley song, yeah. I love the Chris Farley song. Yeah. And I don't, I haven't really seen that much Chris Farley stuff apart from what? He's in Billy Madison? Is yeah, that right? he's the is bus the driver in Billy Madison. Is that Billy one of Madison? his last films? It driver. must be. Yeah, I yeah. think it's one so. of, one of uh, his late. I know his last one is uh, a weird one he did with Christopher. Christopher Guest directed him and Matthew Perry in a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> comedy. What's this film? and Chandler together at last. <laughs> it's a comedy wow. about two guys who want to be Lewis and Clark exploring, like discovering America. Okay. It's called Almost oh. Heroes. That sounds great. <laughs> okay. It's... Did it get finished? Did he die in the making of it? No. Yeah, it's finished. It's it's, it's, it's out, out there. there. It's in the world. Well, you can, uh... can I get off this podcast because I want to watch it? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Chris Farley. Looking worse for wear. Matthew Perry, the least successful friend, 
I want to <laughs> see this. <laughs> God, that's so true. Seriously, wow, you... that's some serious. Uh, was it Studio Sunset on the uh, Studio Sixty yeah. on the Sunset Strip Erasure? I was, yeah. I was, uh, I was thinking about Studio Sixty because Aaron Sorkin's doing that uh, Lucille Ball movie, um, and I was like, it's just gonna be, oh. it's just gonna be that again. It's gonna be just like um, Javier Bardem as as um, as Lucille Ball uh, as, as Lucille Ball as Ricky. Just go, just going him, just him going. Uh, comedy is so important. We gotta get this. <laughs> Who's playing um, Lucille Ball? Uh, Nicole Kidman. Okay, that'll be good. Mm, that'll yeah, be good. But I just think it is going to have like this incredible weight, like this weighty, like the importance of comedy. Like, you don't understand, Lucy. <laughs> and she'll go, I understand more than you know. Why is everything so important to Aaron Sorkin? It's not, it's like, it's <laughs> politics when they is important. Say. I think politics, politics is important. Is important. Nah. Josh, I mean, no, well, yeah, no. Politics, politics. Me and Dave Schneider agree. It's but important. then the news, the news is important. Newsroom apparently, sucks, is, doesn't it? Uh, Newsroom really sucks, and no one wants to admit it, but it does. It sucks. I mean, like, like uh, TV's important. Apparently, Apple computers are important. Everything's so important. So, hey, so I, lo- I love so Steve Jobs. Don't get, I do love I Steve know. Jobs. Hey, Steve, we're never gonna get this finished on time. Shut up, Kate Winslet. I gotta think about things for a while, and then he walks in a room. He's like, "Oh no, it's my kid." That's Steve Jobs, the movie. <laughs> I hate my child. Yeah, it's good stuff. Great, uh, great five movie. out of five. <laughs> <laughs> five, uh, five apples. Um, Suze, do you have uh, an MVP? Yeah, for, man, for it's this? Sandler, the Sandman. He's never too much. <laughs> he's yeah, just the right amount. Yeah, I think he's. I, look, it's he's the it's his special, and uh, he's all over it. And I think he never misses the mark. Really, the only time it misses the mark is because of Schneider. <laughs> mm. Would it be safe to assume that your LVP would be Rob Schneider? Yeah, I, I hate that guy. I think <laughs> he shouldn't be allowed near anything. They sh- he should just be selling Home Alone two DVDs out the back of a car. <laughs> Uh, my 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 MVP for this uh, stand-up special is is love. Because <laughs> love is it? It's love because you can tell that Adam Sandler has love in his life, yeah. and that makes wow. him that makes him a happy man. A happy Madison man. A, yeah, a happy, happy Madison. Madison man. There we go. And he is able to take that love and share it. With the rest of us in the audience, yeah, it's true. And make us for a minute remember what it's like to be loved. <laughs> this is all true. Also, I really like the bit where he goes, "My grandma's roommate. Why do you talk so much?" <laughs> That's good. And the bit where he goes, he just goes, "Oh no, fuck no!" And it's about how his mum's got a family friend to get their son to get in touch with him because he wants to be an actor <laughs> yeah, that was good. oh you're right that bit that bit sorry i forgot about that bit that bit was insane right so that he's funny. talking about that and yet he put as we talked about so many weeks in a row how he puts all his friends into everything well and yeah now we know how he feels about it that's what a nice guy he is he's obviously like oh. he hates it. <laughs> yeah, well he hates it when it's outside his family but inside the family in they it's go all fine in they go <laughs> Josh, do you have an LVP? Yeah. Uh, Josh, is there an airport literally in your room? 
basically, yeah. <laughs> this is what you get for. Like, I live opposite Young Vic. It's just constantly Oh, do terrible. you? Hey, yeah. money bags. For now. <laughs> wow, where's all this money coming from, eh? <laughs> Big old Sandler podcast bringing in the pounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. We get literal tens of pence. <laughs> Bring, bringing in the buy, pennies. Buy those balls, tremors, guys. Buy those balls. Oh, um, living opposite. Opposite Young Vic. On, on the well, cut. I'm, You're on the cut. On the cut, yeah. I'm now on the everyone cut, will know yeah. where you live. And it's <laughs> all the perverts on Twitter who follow me that you live on the cut. Oh, that's good. Every night, <laughs> Josh would leave his, new his flat and just walk in and watch Death of a Salesman. <laughs> <laughs> just like, go, Willie, go. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's a pretty. I mean, we've already said it. It's Rob Schneider in it. It's just Rob Schneider. Like, I was having a perfectly nice time and yeah. thinking, like, oh, yeah, I get Sandler again, you know, because I feel like we haven't seen him for, for a couple of weeks. And it's like, oh, it's nice to reconnect. Mm-hmm. And look, oh, it's he's doing this all in his own time. It's been one week. It's nice to reconnect. <laughs> since you looked he's doing this all. Yeah, since I looked at him. <laughs> he's doing it all on his own terms. And you know what? I'm getting it. I'm getting how he became who he is. Oh, wait, no. There's Rob Schneider. I remember Fuck. how he became who he actually is. Yeah. And that's that man there. Awful. Uh, mm. I agree. My LVP is Rob Schneider. Fucking <laughs> right. Yeah, there. look, Just we dragged him. Sweet. Like, I think this sweet. is the first time we've had a unanimous LVP. Uh, yeah, but there's only like... <laughs> three people to choose from and, and, and yeah. like or maybe Dan more Bula's if you go like nice. oh his kids I guess I'm going to look up Rob Schneider on Twitter and see how many followers he's got and uh, I'll definitely be annoyed five. I bet he's got a million <laughs> Rob Schneider 950,000 yeah. do you want to know he's talking about stuff he's in he's Spade Ugh. it's a picture of Spade <laughs> oh this he's is... tweeted um a uh okay He's tweeted a guy playing the violin and there's a guy and he's written, when New Yorkers hear a violin, the violinist is Vaili Ortega, a Venezuelan freedom fighter. And then some guys just show up and start dancing to the violin. It's a really nice video. So maybe he's like going, look, I'm really nice now. <laughs> he isn't though, is he? Maybe. I, I, I always bring oh, something. It. It. It was... We can all agree it's terrible. There are US citizens trapped behind in Afghanistan. What about the Americans trapped in Hawaii right now? What happens to them? He ruined it. And he's tweeting John Cleese. Yeah, this guy's <laughs> a fucking tit. I hope uh, Rob Schneider is a co-producer on the Council Culture show. <laughs> Where it's like, I've, my name's John Cleese, and the only way I can get on TV is to I whinge about Council Culture on a primetime channel. All right. What happened? Um, Suze, thank you so much for joining Thanks. us this Sorry week. to leave it on that note. But <laughs> Cleese needs note. to wind it's, it in. <laughs> speaks to where we are I mean, as, a, I mean, as a nation. You're, as you're a saying, saying the things we're all thinking. So, you know. We truly, happily, uh, truly happily Cleese, where we only watch his uh, recent output. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yes, do it. <laughs> we do it. We have to, but we have to. It's one episode, and it's just like twenty hours long, and you have to watch all. And we read out all his tweets, oh, and it's just him going, "That's too much. <laughs> That's too much. Too much cancel culture." Yes. Anyway, good Cleese impressions, everybody. Well, thanks for having okay. me. Do we do anything else? Do you want me to um, plug well, you? I, 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 I mean, it'd be. Uh, let's, uh, I, hey guys, do you listen want to, plug to this yourself? podcast. It's good. 
It's all about Adam Sandler. <laughs> they cover all the films he produced. Give it a listen if you haven't already. This is great. Someone so might come in just for the end. radio stations all yeah, the Yeah, they might have just come in for the end. It's all available on Catch Up, a.k.a. podcast providers. Podcasts. Yeah, I'll put, shall I plug my podcast? All right. Please do. If you like true crime and comedy and cocktails, good news. <sighs> Mystery on the Rocks is a podcast I host with Chris Stokes and Masood Milas, and together we are three assholes. <laughs> Mystery on the Rocks. <laughs> If you like the band Queen, I host the official Queen podcast with comedian John Robbins, Queen documentarian Simon Lupton, and Rohan Akaria, who is a big super fan and also producer. So we talk about the band Queen, track by track. Check that out as well. They're the two Amazing. podcasts. Eat it. And you can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash UK. But to be honest, it's mostly shouting about this comedy special by adam sandler <laughs> but in tweet just, just uh just tweet every now and then and josh lives now. on the cut <laughs> he's rich he's really rich rich boy i'm he's, so glad he lives I'm on so the cut and he's got lots of good noise from the street <laughs> it's constant josh, how can people find you other than your home address oh yeah other than my home address if you want to find me you can find me at p-a-p-s-b-y at p-a-p-s-b-y that's at papsby on twitter instagram and letterboxd oh sorry papsby that rhymes with the foot shooting party uh yeah oh god this joke is really really papsby i found yeah. you we follow <laughs> papsby <laughs> like it but, um, yeah thank you and if you jack want to... how about you <laughs> uh if you want to follow me uh i have the wonderful handle of jfg in digital 3d and i'm across various platforms such as you cannot you cannot take the piss out of my fucking stupid joke and still do this <laughs> i'm not having that various platforms such as brinda uh, miscellaneous. Um, um, uh, uh, Reginald and you Plus. And you, were, and you deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> and and other such platforms. Yeah, it's good. Uh, running jokes, guys. Running jokes. Lovely really having the podcast. Really forty-five episodes of these. Forty-five presidents. Forty-five episodes. And and that is it. There isn't a new president. Just ask Rob Schneider. It's still Trump. Forty-five. Always <laughs> Trump. Josh, how can people find the podcast? Oh, if, if you want to find the podcast, if you're already listening to it. If you want to find the podcast, it's at True Hat Mad at True Hat Mad, and that's on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can send us an email at truehatmad at gmail Something nice would be good. And wherever you're listening, if you can, leave leave us leave us a rating and a review. Uh, five stars is good. Six stars is better. Seven, eight, nine. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, once again, thank you to Suze for joining us. Thanks for having me. And yeah. as always, oh Sandman, that's too that's much. Too much. <laughs> yeah. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>